the results of how it comes out. So if, if the cross is not an effect to you, then your life won't come out according to the cross. Your life will come out just like mine did. I, I went to Sunday school as a little fella, and then things split up, and pastors fell apart, and things happened in the church, and they went in every direction. So uh, I, the effect of that showed me that I didn't care whether I was a Christian or not, if they was going to act like this. Amen. The effect of it changes us. And I try to visit at least once a week here in America, and I find that the effect of the church has run somebody off because the church wasn't in God's will. Amen. So he said, lest the cross of Christ be of none effect. I don't know what about you all, but that makes the hair stand up on my arms and my head. When I think about that the cross, the cross and all the blood and the agony and the hardship and all that, that God give His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, and then it becomes of none effect because the effect of us people that proclaim Jesus Christ is not uplifting the cross. We're not living by the cross. We're not bowed at the cross. Neighbor, we've went to the things of the world and walking where the world wants us to walk to satisfy flesh. And I find today, and there was a saying, and it slipped out of me one time, and I thought, my Lord and my God, this ain't right. If it feels good, do it. I'm going to tell you, that ain't how it is. Amen. They, they, there's a lot that don't feel good in being a Christian. There's a lot that totally comes against uh, the, the flesh, totally comes against the flesh to walk where God wants us to walk. And I thought about even our little sister here, that, that uh, she's not been in, in, in peace because she's away from her family, but she's willing to suffer this to help somebody back in the Philippines. And I thought, are we willing to put out a day of, of Bible school? Are we willing to put out uh, just a few hours of Bible school, maybe to help one of our little children or a little child in the neighborhood? Are we making the cross of none effect? And I thought in America, it's been made fun of. And God help me, but I'm going to say it. Catholicism. And, and the ones that I have talked to, and I've seen some dedicated Catholics, but some I have talked to is we can go do what we want to do and repent next week. And I worked with some at Proctor, and I was uh, I liked them. I really liked them because they just like I was. They was deceived, and I wasn't. I knew they were. I knew they were deceived. But she said, I go back and repent. Big old lady. I called her Big Mama. Big old lady that I worked with as a, as a young'un, 18, 19 years old. And she'd, what liquor she had after the weekend, she'd bring it to me if she had any left over. And she'd go repent, and she was all out all week. <laughs> but think about how deception. Right. And I thought about, and I've talked to, I worked with a Lutheran. I worked with him a long time in mobile homes. And I said, explain this to me. So they bring the kids up under the doctrine uh, the doctrine of Lutheran, which is close to Catholic, and I don't understand all of this. I've never been there and don't want to go, but I know what these people have told me. But they have to pass a catechism, amen, before they can get into the Lutheran denomination. But Baptists, we just take them in anyway. It don't make no difference. Amen. If they say they've been called to preach, if they ain't there, lick a spirit about them, we just put them in to preach. 
Amen. We'll put them in as deacons. Glory to God. We won't go with the Word of God. I'm glad she's read the Word of God. She said God wasn't calling her to preach, calling her to help. And we find many ministers, women ministering, amen, that minister to Jesus, not preaching but helped him along the way. But I thought the deception that's in America today, if we went to church a few times and, the, and felt the Spirit of God and made it a little shallow profession, we decided we're all right for the rest of our life. That ain't what the Bible said. That ain't, that ain't what the Bible said. My message today is lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Neighbor, today I'm just going to go back and read. We got time in 1 Corinthians and started the first and we'll read some. But today, I, I believe that we have uh, got so far along in life that we feel like our education and we've got so much knowledge that we don't need God. And I know, and I'm speaking for myself, uh, at, at uh, 54 years of trying to be a Christian, you know, I don't depend on God like I used to because, because I've got my light bill paid, my car's paid for Amen, and I got a house to live in, and I don't depend on God like I used to. When I first got saved, I didn't know where my next dollar was coming from. Amen, I, I didn't, we didn't have no bank account, we didn't have anything, and, and I had to depend on somebody else to get to work. So when I got saved, I depended on God. And when sickness come and there wasn't no money there to pay, I had to depend on God. I remember we had to anoint with oil, amen, glory to God, instead of running to the hospital, depend on Almighty God. And I'm going to tell you, I was more humble then. I was afraid to let sin slip into my life because I needed God every minute of my life. Amen, the cross meant something to me then. The cross meant something to me. I had to go to the cross for my help. I had to go to the cross for my salvation. I had to go to the cross for my milk and for my bread. I had to go to the cross, glory to God. I'd been going to the bottle to beat off things that was bothering me, but I had to go to the cross because I'd got saved. So the cross of Christ meant something to me. Honey, today can I tell you something? The cross of Christ is of none effect to the majority of the American churches today. Uh, and if it's not any effect to the American church, uh, how about the people, glory to God, that are outside of the church? The Bible tells me uh, uh, that we are the light of the world. Uh, honey, and if our light has gone out, how in the world are they going to see Jesus, uh, the need for the cross? Can I tell you, America is coming to a place uh, of these people in the Philippines and uh, some of the foreign countries I've been in, uh, uh, they had a need for the cross. Those people in Cuba, they had a need for the cross because they didn't know where their next bread was coming from. They didn't know if they was going to have a roof over their head. Uh, today, we've depended on what man has given us, uh, our insurance policies uh, and our jobs. Can I tell you why we've got the president that we've got today? Uh, because America has backed up on God. It don't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. Uh, honey, he's sending us out. He's giving us away. Uh, and God ain't stopped him, amen, because America is still in sin. Uh, uh, we're no better than Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, glory to God, we're letting gays march down the street. Uh, it's the most sickening thing I've ever seen. Uh, uh, when two men walk up and kiss on TV, uh, it's abomination in the eyes of God. Uh, and we're upholding and bringing out red, yellow, and blue rainbows uh, uh, to celebrate sin today. Uh, honey, they're celebrating sin on every corner. Uh, uh, we need to be 
celebrating Almighty God. Uh, today, honey, we ought to be uh, uh, making a victory march uh, uh, because the cross is still in effect. Uh, works and because of the cross the blood of Jesus Christ I can be here today and feel the spirit of almighty God and there's a chance of somebody else getting saved that's what it's all about today a nationwide can't save you a Duke fire can't save you your bank account can't do a thing for your soul we need Jesus Christ today more than ever I need the cross applied to my life I need a vision of the cross. Amen. And the Bible said, pick up my cross daily and follow the Lord. That don't mean just on Sunday. That means pick up my cross every day and follow what God has done for me. He made an example. If you're not saved today, I get saved, honey. I'm going to tell you there is effectiveness in the cross. There's peace in the cross. There's comfort in the cross. I'm glad. Glory be under God. Uh, there's a little rest in the cross uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, I hate we didn't get to go to the baptizing hole, uh, but let's just enjoy God anyhow. Uh, uh, we'll get to go so long, maybe. I uh, uh, will get to go for long. I want to see these little youngins baptized, and I want to see you come out of there with the glory of God about you. Uh, with a remembrance uh, uh, that when I come out of that water, uh, the whole world looked different to me. Amen. Oh, praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. I ain't read nothing. Done wore out. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I want to I read this. I remember talking to Primitive Baptist, and I'm not knocking them all on my... Family across the mountain was primitive Baptist. I said, tell me they were going to have a foot washing. And I said, can I come? Deacon in the church. He said, yeah, you can come, but you can't take part. And that's, that's just a little example. I'm going to read it in the scripture. But ain't that where we're at today? Ain't that why the churches aren't shouting the victory? Why, Roger last Sunday, the first time he'd been back to church in, in 10 weeks, with all of his problems in his heart box and everything, he was so glad to be, he remembered the cross. He remembered they told him he wasn't going to make it. It looked like everything is shutting down. He began to remember, God, give me just a little bit of something else. Hey Amen. I'm going to tell you, we need to remember God gave us just a little something else. Hey Amen. And he went to walk, and he wasn't a flying around the church. But he made a lap around the church. I'm going to tell you, honey, we need to make some laps for the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to realize what the cross has done in our life. Neighbor, this old boy was laying in the floor. I was a, Everything had fell apart. 26 years old and lost use of my legs where I drank liquor till I couldn't walk. Amen. And God picked me up. Can I tell you, I've got the victory today. I ain't took another drop. Amen. In 54 years, I praise his holy name for what he's done for me. Well, glory to God. The cross means something to me. I'm glad he ain't still on that cross. 
Amen. And that's covered up, but I'm glad he ain't in the tomb too. Hey, I'm glad he's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I. Honey, I ought to be dead and in the grave, but I'm alive. Hallelujah. My legs and my arms and my mouth and everything's working. Amen. I can partially hear and partially see, but I can glorify God from my heart today because it's beating. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. It's quite as well we'll ever live in. We want the church to really boom, but I ain't going to shout none. I ain't going to help the preacher. I ain't going to push him. I ain't going to say, amen, I'm going to just die. I'm just because I don't like him. I don't like y'all's preacher either sometimes. He aggravates a tar out of me. Amen. But I like the Word of God. Amen. Amen. The cross. That's why I'm set free today. First verse, first chapter, first Corinthians. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. And soften us, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth. Who's he writing to? The church of God. To the church of God, which is at Corinth. In them that are sanctified in Christ. He ain't, he ain't looking at them lukewarm bunch. He's looking to them that are sanctified in the Word. In Christ Jesus, called. They're called to be sent. Saints, can you realize they were called to be saints? We're not just uh, trying to jump up and, and get saved. Can I tell you today, I've seen them. I know a boy in Logap and, and a, another that, that just died. And uh, they told me he got saved. And I said, I've known this boy all of my life. And he had a great business. And his wife left him. And, and he said, well, he got saved. Well, I went to him in the cafe. I thought, we'll see if he got saved or not. Amen. And I ain't the judge. I said, I heard you got saved. I said, I'd like you to tell me about that. He wanted to get away from me. He got nervous as a worm. You know how a worm does and it gets out of dirt? That's the way he got. He went to wiggle. I said, tell me about it. He's dead now. We don't make fun of God. Uh, you don't get saved to get your marriage back together. You get saved because of the cross of Jesus Christ. You don't get saved because your young ones is in trouble. You get saved because you got a need of, of, of not dying and going to the devil's hell. We get saved for ourselves, glory to God. And when we get saved, then we are for somebody else. Amen. Our testimony, our testimony is great. Praise the name of Jesus. Sister just come and told me, and how it blesses my heart that she talked to us, a couple of families down in, up in Allegheny County and how they'd listen to us on the radio, and I don't know them, but what a blessing it is to hear somebody else listens. Somebody else listens. <laughs> mm, I won't go there. Let me go on. Amen. Sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all that are every place called upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. So we need to come together as one. Grace be unto you and grace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I tell you something? Paul walked into a church, amen, just exactly in Corinth, exactly like the church is today. He walked into a church, and he come in as easy as he knowed how. And he spoke to the saints of God. 
Today, we don't think that us as Christians need to be preached to. I'm going to tell you, I don't care if you've been saved 80 years. You need to be preached to. We need the Word of God. We've gone to sleep on God. We're not praising God like we need to be praising God. We're not thankful for the cross. If we're not careful, let the cross of Christ be without effect. And I thought, how little effect is the church on the world today? And they'll have a big meeting and find out down the road later that the preacher wasn't even right. Hello? They done that in Florida. Everybody was shouting to the devil's crowd. Honey, the Bible tells me not to lay hands suddenly on nobody. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. Paul said, I thank God for you, church. I love you. I want you to know I love you. I care about you. That's why we're here today. I love you. God has given a calling on our life, not just to be a child of God, but to step up and to carry the gospel of Jesus Christ, that in everything you are enriched, in everything. So listen to what the Word of God is saying. If you're in troubles today, you're enriched in God. You're enriched in God. Sister, it's been, it's been a year since, since your husband passed, a year and since your, uh, your, your son passed and your brother passed. Can I tell you, God has enriched you in this thing. Use it to tell them that you can get by when an unexpected death comes to your house. Honey, there's some people that I know right now that's going through a battle, but honey, some unexpected things has happened, uh, but they're still trying to praise God out of their trouble, still trying to carry the word out of their trouble. They've not thrown in the towel in self-pity. Self pity, honey, and realize what the cross cost heaven, what the cross cost Jesus Christ. Let's get out of self pity, amen, and go on for the glory of God. We need to suffer a little bit, we need to hurt a little bit, we need to moan and groan and be in agony instead of always in a comfort zone. Oh, praise his holy name. That in everything you are enriched by him. In all utterance, our, our mouth, our talk is enriched. And in all knowledge, you all know I'm dumber than a can of worms. I, I didn't try to tell Jennifer I was smart, how many doctor's degrees I had, how long I'd been here. I told her I'm old and I can't hear. Tell me again, honey. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you something? The church needs to come back and say, I didn't quite hear that. Tell me again, Lord. Amen. <laughs> 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 said, tell me again, Lord, what you want me to do. Amen. Yeah, speak to me, Lord. Yeah. We don't want to hear the voice of the Amen. Lord no more. Yeah. We don't want to hear the voice of the Lord if it gets us off of our seat. Three times, and I said, I didn't have my hearing aids in. I was outside, and the birds were singing. Mm. I said, just spell it. And Jessica, I thought of you. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> if I come in here acting like I'm smarter than you, you wouldn't much like me. If I tried to knock you down and tell you how small I am and everything that I do, 
I'm going to tell you, I'm just like you. I'm just barely getting by, brother. Hey, hey, it's by the cross of Christ. It's the cross of Christ. It ain't what I know or who I came from or what, it, what it's all about. If God gives me a message, he'll give me strength to preach it. If he don't give me a message, he'll give me a chance to sit down and shut up. Amen. Glory be unto God. Can I tell you, Roger, they ain't, this ain't just, just happened. Amen. It's, it's God's will. Hey, Roger, Roger's going to enhance somebody else's life. He's going to make the cross of effect in somebody else's life. Did you all hear about that, that man that was dying and they said his body was shutting down? And didn't you hear about, I told Church Wednesday night, Bobby Beck came up. He said, did Roger make it Sunday? Did Roger make it Sunday? I said, yeah. Roger made it and made a victory lap. We're too busy talking about who won the car race, who won the ball game, who went swimming and who's on vacation. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is in effect today. The Word of God is still in effect. It's not dead, honey. Hallelujah. Praise God. I had the belief as a young person that church was open. It was miserable. And I just go with the way they acted. I remember I remember six and eight preachers. No, you go here. You go here. I don't believe I got it. You go here. I remember them sitting around. Me a little boy back there wanting to go home and not them up here. No, you go ahead and take service. Literally seen them. You do that and you get old. But ain't that exciting? Wasn't that exciting? <laughs> mm. Hello, church. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. Get that sixth verse. Even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, and this, this was confirmed in the Corinthians. Can, can I tell you something? The testimony of Christ is confirmed in you. She gave us the testimony of Christ of being raised in church and going through all of these things, but then she seen she needed to be saved. She gave us a testimony that I believe in. You must be born again. It ain't joining the church. It ain't playing the games or being a part of the church. You must be born again and then go to work in the house of the living God. Can I tell you, there's too many works going on outside the church. Hello? And not enough uplift of the church. They're making fun of the church because one fell and another failed. Preachers on the run all over the country. Yeah. Surrey County is in pitiful shape for preachers right now. Yeah. Amen. But they don't want a church of five. I used to preach to seven. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Seven, glory to God. I was a deacon. Preach. Preach. Amen. Y'all ain't going to dry up on me because I'm going to keep preaching. So that you came behind in no, in the seventh verse, so that you came behind in no gift, Waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you waiting for dinner? Do we want to get out of here? Are we waiting? Are we expecting the Lord to come back? 
What if he come back before lunchtime? I thought about the nursing homes are laying full. The boy, Billy Puckett, I, had called me about his funeral. He buried today. But I talked to him, tried to, two weeks ago. He did open his eyes. I don't know what he heard, but he never said a word to me. But I stood there, and I went over some old old things. We laid a few bricks together and poured a little concrete together and drank a whole lot of liquor together and went to dances together. But I said, ain't it good to be born again? Ain't it good to be saved? And he opened his eyes and looked. and uh, <clears throat> That could be you. Melody's brother sitting in a chair, and I believe he's right with God. A massive heart attack and died right there. They revived him, got a heartbeat, but they never brought back mine. Brain dead. What if you died today? Are you right with God? Are you right with God? I'm going to tell you, two years ago, we were in revival at the church, and I was working outside, and a massive heart attack. It hit me right in the middle, and about knocked me down and fooled around and got to the house. You know what my concern was? God, is there anything standing between me and you? I praise his holy name that he gave me mine. My mind didn't die. Lord, what do you want me to do? Do I need to go ahead and die or go on to the hospital? I know y'all think that's crazy, but that's my wife. I laid there over an hour. I wanted to work it out with God. I'm a pastor. We were in revival church going on, things working good. I'd probably prayed more that day than I had all year. I'd been to the altar one time right after another praying for the old preacher for our young people in our church. I was probably in as good a shape as I could have got in for that day. But I had a question. God, is there anything? Can I ask you today, is there anything? Is there anything? God speaking to all God speaking to our hearts. I need to read on. Who shall also confirm you unto the end? He said the Lord will confirm you unto the end. That ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. Now let me ask you something. We're doing this by faith. But if Jesus come down the aisle. And somebody said, there's Jesus. And another one over here said, that is Jesus. Would we do just like we're doing right now? By faith, do we believe that Jesus is in this place? That I'm reading King James Version of God's Holy Word. That's something they teach in Marietta. The King James Version. If you don't want that, don't come here. And he said, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and there be no division among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Have we all got our mind in the same place this morning? Mm, we need it on the cross. I've tried to, I've tried to bring a, a message on the cross lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Our mind should be on that. Am I the one that's making the cross of none effect? Am I the one that made a profession, went to the baptizing hole, and now I'm not where God wants me to be? 
I flew mad on the job. I've cussed a little. I've drank a little. I've run off on my wife and left my husband. Amen. How about it? Have we been an effect to anybody? One way or the other, we've been in effect, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Neighbor, this thing's serious today. God laid this message on our heart. This ain't what I thought. This is what God laid on our heart. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Cleo, that there are contentions among you. See, Paul wasn't there, but Paul got word of the church that he'd helped establish in Corinth. And he got word from Cleo, which was probably a devout Christian, and said there's contention and there's division. Oh, ain't it sad when I hear about another pastor leaving the church? Ain't it sad when I hear about uh, one little something said in church and three or four pouting at him? I'm going to tell you, have we got enough to go to heaven or are we going to pout all of our life? Are we going to let contention and division separate us and keep souls from being saved? Are we just going to stay right on the edge to keep us from dying and going to hell? Amen. But we don't want to do nothing for God. We don't want nobody else to prosper. We don't want nobody else to get the glory of God. Afraid they'll outshine us. Where are we at today, church? There's more jealousy and contention and division in our churches today than I've ever seen in all of my lifetime. Now this I say that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, I am of Paulus, and I am of Cephas and of Christ. 13th verse, in Christ, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Mm. Let me skip down to 17. Paul said he didn't baptize none of them. If Christ, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not without wisdom of words, to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. Listen to me today. You listen to what I'm saying. When they get up with doctor's degrees, and I'm not knocking it, I need some more. But when they get up and go to saying words, you have no idea what they mean. I've heard it. I don't know where they're at or what they're talking about. They're so deep, the cross of Christ is made of none effect to me. If I don't know what they're saying. Church, I'm simple. There ain't nobody in here no more simple-minded than I am. There ain't nobody in here no dumber than I am. But I'm called to do a job. God said the foolishness of preaching. But that ain't what America wants today. We want a little story that'll pat us on the back and get us through tomorrow. We don't want no hardship. We don't want to suffer like Paul did or like Christ did. We don't want no hardship. And he said, I'm going to read that one more time. The wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. I find that we want to get up and show how much smarter we are than everybody else. Mm. And he said, for the preaching of the cross, 18th verse, is to them that preach of the cross, for the preaching... Of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Let me read over here in Galatians. Galatians 5 and 4. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. Hello? 
you that are justified by Baptist doctrine, you've fallen from grace. Hello? For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth in faith nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by, worketh by love. You did not run well. You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? The, pers the persuasion came not of him that called you. The persuasion of stopping us from running well didn't come from one that called us. But we turn on the church, and the church is God's. Whether you like it or whether you don't, the church is God's. Amen. Amen. And that's what he's coming back after, the church. Oh, ain't it going to be sad if we're sitting in church and he comes on Sunday morning, and that beside of you just floats off through the ceiling and is gone. Lord, I thought I went to church pretty regular. I paid my tithes, and don't you remember when I went down there and was baptized? He don't even speak to you. He comes up here in this next and just floats off through the ceiling. And there sits another in the church that didn't get to go. Oh, that's scary. I know that's scary. I remember as a new convert when they'd preach some of that stuff and me saved. I know that I was saved. Scare me to death. And I tell you today, the cross is none of effect because there's nothing scares the people anymore. They're not afraid. They say they're not afraid of dying. I know I can stand before God. But when death comes, you're afraid. When corona comes, you run like a suck egg dog. Hello? That's where we're at today. Mm. Let me just quit right there and read just a little more and all. But he's talking about the, the scribes and the Pharisees. And how they, how they were on washing your hands and circumcision and making great speeches on the street corner. That's what Paul was talking about. The wisdom of words and the cross of Christ is made of none of effect because people don't have Jesus, but they want to be seen of men. They want to be seen of men. I wrote this down in Romans 5 and 3. For what if some did not believe Shall that their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? That's Romans 5 and 3. Mark 7 and 13 said, Making the word of God of none effect through your traditions. Hello? Which ye have believed, and many such things do ye. Making the word of God of none effect. He said, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. We'll make it of none effect. I can go where I want to, do what I want to. I asked a man yesterday, I said, well, where do you go to church on Sunday? He's hallelujah here and hallelujah yonder. And he said, what day, what day is it? What day are you talking about? I said, I'm talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about tomorrow. It's easy to shout when we're in our own little bubble. Hey, but when that bubble starts losing air, it's a little bit harder. Then you got to pick up the cross. Then you got to pick up the cross.
Isaiah 32 and 19. And I'll quit with this. I could preach about 30 more minutes. We got it right here. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance forever. The effect of righteousness. And that don't mean shut up and don't talk if you're talking about the right thing. But it's quietness and peace in righteousness. The effect of righteousness is quietness and peace. Did you sleep good last night? Did you have a good night's sleep? I rolled and tumbled some. I told Janet I don't believe I'm living right sometimes. I want to preach funerals. I want to baptize. I want to go night and day, but this thing ain't letting me. It's become a hindrance to me. But am I, in my old age, going to be an effect to low gap community? I hope we said something today. You, you've been an effect on, on me today. Uh, a blessing that a young lady at age 16, she's 22 would come and share with us. Young ones I'm talking to, you have you sat in church most of your life and feel like you're pretty comfortable? Do you know you've been born again? I remember standing in two different churches, a little fella in Christmas play, and I remember some things that got under my heart. But you know where I really got touched? In a home prayer meeting, when some of them old men and women got down to business with God, and probably at the most, six and eight people. Hmm. When I got my answer to come to Mount Vernon Church, back in the 70s, I was in an old home prayer meeting, asking God where he wanted me to go. I was needing to land as a deacon. I was needing to land someplace that God could use me. Flesh said, go, be a Roman, go here, yonder, just everywhere. God said, you're a deacon. Find you a place. And he sent me here. Has the cross, has the cross become of no effect? I'm talking about by that, can you go do what you used to do? Are you doing what you used to do? Do you want to go do what you used to? Is your everyday life got so busy that you can't reach out and touch somebody? I'm going to tell you the biggest people I can be, and they're the hardest effect on, is my family. I'm there every day. They see me every day. 
They know how I live. They know how I pray, what I eat. Whether I witness or whether I don't, they know. So if we can't be an effect on our family, how are we going to be an effect on somebody else? I'm afraid that we've got so bigoted. <laughs> What's an old word? So high-headed in America that we've got forgot the simplicity of the cross. The cross is still in effect at my house. I thought yesterday I'd run several places, run here and run yonder. And I thought, my Lord and my God, as much as I've talked about my home altar, I've not been down there to pray today. Let's go. Went this morning, Roger, and it raining, raining. And I looked on my camera, and I'd prayed three minutes. That rain really affected me. <laughs> three minutes that I'd went to the altar. Come back to the house and got me a blanket and throw it open. I didn't have no shirt on, froze to death. I was really affected by Lucia Aaron. Hello? What does it take? Just a biscuit or a cup of coffee to affect us? Or the waitress bring us an egg that ain't just like you ordered? If you're the quarrel, we'll grab her up and pray for her. So she can handle the next when it comes to Hello? If you will stand, what kind of effect? What kind of effect? The trouble comes to your house. What kind of effect do you have on the church? What kind of effect does it happen to, in your home? How does it affect you on your job? I remember a, a time, and I probably shouldn't even tell it, but when Scotty was so wild and gone and trouble in Texas, and didn't know where he's at for several weeks. And I remember the boss man came up and tell me what I need to do that day, and I'd just break down and cry. I'm glad God brought me out of that. But I had an effect on them. They all got to believe in telling me anything. I'd just cry on them. <laughs> Amen. I'd just cry on them. I need to be like that today. I need to bow down where I'm at. If there's somebody here lost, just as lost as you've ever been in your life, and you think you're going to get by another day, God's going to deal with your heart. He's going to speak to you, and it's up to you whether you move or not. Come on. Go ahead. 81. 81. Just like you are. Come on. Thank you. 